If you ever ask yourself about foreclosed and short sale homes, you've come to the right place. Well, the answer may not be what you're expecting. Hi, I'm Don Thornton. I'm known as Don the Short Sale Guy because I've spent almost 20 years helping homeowners who are upside down in their mortgages and usually in foreclosure to get out from under this bad situation and to limit the long-term damage to their credit. In this video, I'm going to talk to you about what a pre-foreclosure home is, what a foreclosed home is, and what is a short sale home. So in a pre-foreclosure home, there's a lot of, uh, I've heard a lot of uh, people, especially investors, not really understand the difference between pre-foreclosure and foreclosed homes. So I'm going to go into the pre-foreclosure part of it. Basically, the pre-foreclosure home is where the homeowner is delinquent on their mortgage payment. Uh, a very well, a foreclosure could have already been filed, but it has not yet gone to auction. And so the biggest takeaway from this is that you need to understand that the homeowner is still the owner. The bank doesn't own it yet. A lot of times I hear somewhat inexperienced investors seem to equate pre-foreclosure with the bank already owning it, and it's just not true. As long as it's pre-foreclosure, the bank does not own it, and therefore you have to deal with the homeowner. Any, you can't go directly to the bank in a pre-foreclosure the bank will not talk to you. You have to have a written authorization from the homeowner. So if you understand that, you'll understand better about how to target the homeowner and that you know that you have to talk to the homeowner first before you can get to the bank. And a pre-foreclosure home does not necessarily mean a short sale. A pre-foreclosure could be anything. I mean, let's face it, a person in pre-foreclosure could have $100,000, $500,000 worth of equity. But if their mortgage balance is, a, is like, say, 50000 and they're a delinquent, they're, they're at least uh, 30 to 90 or 60, 90 days behind on their payments, or maybe they're, they've got multiple 90-day lates on their, pay, on, on their credit report, then they're in pre-foreclosure. And remember, in a foreclosure state, like a, a judicial state, like Florida, New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, South Carolina, now, there's about 20 of these states in, in, in the country. A foreclosure has to go through the court system. So you can be in pre-foreclosure and not have a foreclosure filed yet. Because in, in, a, in, a, in a foreclosure state, the bank files a Liz Pendens, L-I-S, and then the second word is P-E-N-D-E-N-S, a Liz Pendens, which is Latin, Latin legal term for the, the announcing that a lawsuit has been filed. So you can talk to someone who has not had a list pendants filed in the courts yet, and they can still be considered pre-foreclosure. If, if, a, if a bank has already filed the pre-foreclosure, excuse me, the uh, list pendants in the, in the uh, court system, I mean, there could be months and months and months before it actually goes to foreclosure auction. So you can still deal with a homeowner if it's a, a, if it's a pre-foreclosure. So understand what that really means. Pre-foreclosure does not equal a short sale, and it definitely does not mean the bank already owns it the homeowner owns it and the homeowner's you know specific situation is going to dictate what tactic or what strategy you use to try to buy their house now what the tactic that i'm going to use right now is to point down to the uh uh corner of the of the screen here where my subscribe button is i would love for you to click on that and subscribe to my my channel here because as you can see I do a lot of posting, a lot of videos about foreclosures and about uh, short sales, especially. And if you're interested in that enough to be on my on my video right now and on my channel, then I would encourage you to subscribe. So that way you can get notified when I when I upload a new video here to YouTube. Uh, let's talk about 
foreclosed homes. Now that is when the auction has already taken place or the uh, homeowner has signed a deed in lieu of foreclosure, transferring ownership to the bank. At that point in time, it is a foreclosed property. That also can mean uh, REO, which means real estate owned in the bank, in the bank parlance, uh, or it could be bank owned property. All three of those terms mean the same thing, that the bank already owns the property. That means the original owner, the, owner, the, the homeowner who was foreclosed on, they're out of the picture. So you don't have to worry about them. You're just dealing with the bank. So the issue you're going to have as an investor is that the, the bank is not going to want to discount these properties very much. What Usually what they do is they may or may not do a, a rehab on the property. Oftentimes they'll just sell it as is, but they're going to put a higher amount on there because they want to they put it in the MLS with the realtor and see what they get. And they feel like they're going to maximize their their. Uh, well, I guess limit their, their loss in how much you're going to have to lose on the, on the transaction. So they're going to try to keep it out there for a while. What a lot of investors don't realize, I mean, we're talking about small time investors and I'm a small time investor in the sense that, you know, I don't buy portfolios worth of, of uh, properties, but there are institutional investors out there that will buy a portfolio of bank owned properties or foreclosed properties, uh, you know, 50, 100, 3000 properties, they'll buy them all at once and the bank will give them a significant discount, but only if you buy in huge volume, which most of us don't do. So if you're looking at targeting an REO or a foreclosed home or a bank-owned home, understand that your chance of getting a significant discount is not good. And they generally have to be cash. If, you know, they don't have to be, but generally speaking, the bank's going to prefer a cash offer. In my experience, I don't think it's worth it to, do, to try to go after a, a foreclosed home that the bank already owns. Just my two cents. I've been doing this for 20 years. I don't have the, the means or the desire to buy a hundred houses on sight unseen from a bank. So I'm not going to other people do, but not me. And I'm just going to give you my perspective on this. It's my YouTube channel. <laughs> so uh, because it's my YouTube channel, I would love for you to go down to the comments section and leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. You know, do you disagree with me? Do you agree with me? Uh, was somebody mean to you and you want to get it off your chest? I don't care. I want the comment. And also listen, listen, in all seriousness, if you decide that there's something that you would love to hear about and you want me to make a video about it, if it's not uh, something that goes against my principles, then I will certainly do it. And uh, so we come to our next question of what's a short sale home? And this is in context with the foreclosed and short sale home. Uh, the same with pre-foreclosure, a short sale home is still owned by the homeowner. The bank does not own it yet. And this is often a misconception that I hear a lot from newer investors where they think that because it's a short sale home, they have to go directly to the bank. And oh my gosh, even real estate agents don't get this. I can't tell you how many times you will have an agent that will try to go directly to the bank. They, they will see that we are, uh, you know, the, we, we, we're, we're the listing company and they will, um, they will, you know, let's say for example, that their offer isn't, it didn't get accepted. Because remember that if the homeowner still owns it, they're the ones that decide if they take the contract or not, not the bank. And so the agent will get mad and they'll, they'll go directly to the bank and try to make the offer to the bank. And the bank says, no, we can't do that. And the reason is, is because obviously they own the property, they're on the deed. And for ownership to be transferred, the owner has to sign that warranty deed 
the only difference is that because the the amount owing on the mortgage is more than what the house is worth and the bank has to give a discount to be able to close it they decide the price not the homeowner but the bank is not going to let a third party talk to them about buying a, a property that they don't own uh without the written permission from the homeowner and a lot of just boggles my mind how many real, real estate agents and, and, and even investors, experienced investors, don't understand that nuance that you have to deal with the homeowner. But if it's listed, you have to deal directly with the listing agent. So what for me, I love short sales. Like I said in my introduction, I've done what, 2,000, if not more, in, in 20 years of doing this, because you can negotiate with the bank and create equity and profit in your negotiations if you know how to do it. And it's not easy. And frankly, if I was a newbie now, instead of 20 years ago, and if I'd started trying to, if I was starting to do foreclose or excuse me, uh, short sales now, I don't think I could do it. It's gotten so much more complicated than it was back then. Luckily, I started a good time and I got, I never stopped. And so I've always been uh, up to date with what the bank, you know, how the bank changes tactics, then we change our tactics and so forth. So we have all this institutional knowledge I wouldn't have as a newbie. So that's why I, I'm staying in short sales. I've never stopped. I'm never going to stop because they're my insurance against, you know, a bad market. And personally, I think we're coming to a bad market uh, in the next year or so. So I'm ready. Uh, and what I want you to do, if you're a homeowner and you're uh, interested in, and you're upside down and you're interested in doing a short sale, please go to the description of my video here. And there's a, there's a link. It's called donbuyshouses.now.site. Click on it. And then either page, there's like five or six pages, but it doesn't matter. Each page has a form that you can fill out. You can put your name, your email address, and your phone number, and then submit that. And I'll get notified and I'll reach out to you. And I'll, I'll talk to you about your situation. And listen, nobody else is better than us. We have an A-plus rate with the Better Business Bureau since 2004, never had a single complaint, and we get these things done. So no matter what state you're in, we can help you out and get this done for you to help mitigate the damage to your long-term damage to your credit. If you're an investor and you come up upon these types of leads where homeowners are upside down and you don't know what to do with them because you're not familiar with short sales, you can't do them, don't want to do them, joint venture. Why, why do you want to reinvent the wheel? You leverage our 20 years in the business and joint venture with us. And we can make nice money as a second income stream. So, and finally, if you're a real estate agent, don't bother with short sales. Why do you want to, you know, get gray hair like me? I, like I've gotten the last 20 years, you know, just refer it to us. We'll give you 25% commission referral. And then you don't have to worry about the headache. Let us, let us handle it for you. And then when it closes, you get your check. So I want to thank you for being on my video, on my YouTube channel today and watching my video. And I'll see you next time. Thank you.